guys, welcome to episode 6 of CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Combo number 5, and my fellow host once won an archery competition at the Renaissance Fair against Nylea. Hello. Big Tuck! How you doing, buddy? Mr. Combo, I'm doing real well, I'm doing real well, dude. I awesome. had a decent week, getting ready for the long weekend. Yeah, I, I excited, excited, we're playing Magic twice a week now at work, so that's going really well. Ooh, yeah, I'm jealous. On the dime. I mean, I would be jealous, but I kind of work from home yeah. half the time, <laughs> yeah, so, so I kind of don't wear pants you, half the you time. You don't have so. an office to play in so yes that adds Nor up do but i have co-workers doing, to play with also true i'm doing i'm doing real well thank awesome, you very much man. well hey guys thanks for tuning into our podcast and this was only able to happen by our fantastic producer squee mcgee and his production company rich chaos records here in allergy plagued kansas city squee how's it going buddy oh i'm sitting tight you know how i'm doing okay real question on that i've been like coughing a lot i know is that okay i thought it was because i've been hitting the drool too much and <laughs> i but it's is it just oh it's, it's everyone okay here. I just got back from an extremely dry climate. I could breathe amazing. It makes you feel a little better about my vices, I suppose. <laughs> my black vices. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> and then, hey guys, big shout out to the music provided in this episode by Pink Royal. And of course, stay tuned till the end to get the details on how you can win a foil prismatic vista in this month's contest. But before we dive into this deck tech, it is oh. our one month anniversary Woo! of the podcast. Yeah! We did it! The fuckers like us. Viewership's still low. That's okay. We'll get there. But you know what? Big Tuck, I got mm. a little little surprise for you. Okay. It's a little gift I got about a month ago at MTG uh, Magic Fest Vegas, which was just fantastic, yep. by the way. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you two, I'm gonna ask you one question, and you got two options. Okay. Option number one. This is something that can go in your deck. In a deck or one specifically? It can actually go in any deck. Ooh, okay. Or option number two, this is something that you can use for your deck and any deck. See, this is where I'm thrown off because last time Mr. Combo gave me a gift, which I appreciate and it's very nice, he effectively gave me a $100 sink because he gave me a commander <laughs> for a color combination I already had as opposed to a not legal Savannah, I think. So I, I'm going to go with the one that can be... In a deck. Okay, here's the condition. It's a card, and I better see this mofo played because <laughs> you know you have forty I'll, plus. Decks. I will not sell it. Whatever it is, I guarantee I'll. All I right. guarantee I'll play it. Here we go. Oh, ho, ho. yes, sir. And then turn it around. <laughs> that's amazing. So what is it? It is an altered mirage mirror that's also signed by the artist. And altered by the and, artist. And and it has, uh, I assume, drawn on the spot back. Yep, yep. This is insane. So it's, it's an artist sketch mirage mirror. Yes. Is it a foil? It is a foil, It is for a sure. foil. Um, and, you know, the, the artist was super cool at Magic Fest. I kind of told him, hey, what could you do something kind of cool and creative with this? Uh, I got a buddy that has 40-plus decks. Yep. And he was like, you know what? I think I could do something kind of fun with that. So I better see it, so, considering you put cards in decks and then they never show up. This is going to be, this is going to go slam dunk into Duretti. Mm. Which is good because I already have one in here. And then the backup one I have in there goes into Brea. So it's oh, perfect, okay. which has been on the list there for awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is amazing. Absolutely. So, Wait, how do I? So, uh, it's so weird because I don't want to screw up the back of it. So, just double sleeve it, probably. No, you can just put it in normal. You think so? Yeah. Okay. This is awesome. Thank you yeah. very much, Mr. So Combo. I was, I was torn between getting giving you that one because then I got another altar, but it's an altered Maelstrom Wanderer signed by the artist uh, with this real sick in, in the back. That was the other one. Did. That was the other option? No, oh. the other option was a playmat. Oh, okay. Yes! yes! <laughs> 
Son of a bitch. Dodged it. Uh, but the Maelstrom Wander, the, the back, it's an actual, instead of just doing like a sketch like on that one, it's an actual like 3D drawing. So oh. you can actually like run your hands across it really? and feel it. it. It's super sweet. It's almost like take the Maelstrom Wander art and then it's like he's jumping out at you. Yeah, it, yeah, It's yeah. super sick. No, so, this is anyways, amazing. Thank you so like much. It. Yeah. As we'll get into in just a little bit, Mr. Combo is pretty fast and loose when it comes to his magic spendings, but <laughs> they're usually including for his close friends. So for that, go. Mr. Combo, I'll give you a tip of the hat. Ah, tip of the hat to you, sir. Well, I'm thank glad you, thank like Thank you very it. much. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. We, we'll post a picture with it, too, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, we absolutely should. So, guys, Brews and Builds is our deck tech series, and it's all about the decks that Big Tech and I have created on our Path to 32. Each of these podcasts, we're going to dive into one of those Path to 32 decks, but in a cool manner of brewing beers. So, we really kind of broke it down into four categories. Number one, rampant setting your board state. It's called the Grain Bill. Yep, and as we've talked about, grains are literally the foundation of a beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually about a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer, which is what we're all looking for. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats, and just like a grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards. Awesome. Number two, how does your board interact with the rest of the board? That's called the hop profile. Yep, and, and hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal slash floral flavors. Mr. Combo's least favorite part of drinking beer. Absolutely. Uh, they grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like IPAs. Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. Awesome. Number O, Traso. How does the deck actually close out or when is yeast? Yeasts are actually microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds the alcohol content and the carbonation. Without the yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game. Number four, we have shenanigans, or these could just be pet cards, synergies in the deck that are just fun. You have an attachment to it. It's yep. historical. Maybe you got dumped on the night you discovered it. Who really Big knows? Big story behind it. Yes. <laughs> we call that the spice package. So not every beer has them, but spices and other additives help turn uh, normal stock beer from a specialty. Or turns it from a normal beer to a specialty, rather. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout, or the addition of hops that turn an IPA into a double IPA. Similarly, not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, we have to cap it off. We got a bottle capping. Let's just be redundant. Which is kind of big tuxenized recommendations to the deck around under being five bucks, being under 50, and then honestly, just a personal yeah. recommendation that really has no budget. The only restriction is no lands, because honestly, every deck could use an Aber duel. I'm not sure this one does, though. <laughs> well, technically, it might need five. Oh, really? So, okay. Without Great. further ado, guys, let's get brewing. Today's deck, we are dissecting my pet deck. It's called Exploring the Multiverse for Gods. I've always wanted to do Five Color God Tribal, and there was never really a good commander for it. Sure, like Child of Alara, yeah, blow, blow shit up. Uh, mm, but yeah. you know what? That's just kind of boring. It's very blah, and there's really no synergies there. Yeah, sure. But then... This beautiful gal named Sisse, the Weatherlight Captain, emerged, and oh, baby, she's perfect. Yeah. Also, this deck might just a smidge be on the pricier we'll, we'll side. Get, we'll get into it. We'll yeah, get into it. Yeah. So to give you guys a little context behind this deck and why it exists, uh, other than just to set me back in retirement, is I've actually been set out to build a god tribal deck for seven years now. We've has done it really been that long? It yeah. has, because basically I've been set on building a god tribal deck since I built Karametra, which right. we yep. did in episode two. Sure. Uh, she was my very first commander and it's the first time I ever saw a god and I was like man these guys are kind of BA yeah, they're, they're pretty, indestructible pretty good. They're 
indestructible enchantments and then indestructible creatures. They're very hard to interact with because if they're not online, you can't exile target creature because right. it's not a fucking creature. If it's a creature, you can't exile it because it's not an enchantment, maybe? Yeah, or yeah, an yeah. enchantment creature? I don't know. So it's just one of those weird concepts. Totally. And they did the first run of, I think, all of the colors in the Theros block because that was very based around Roman and Greek mythology. But I think it was really cool. A lot of people thought this was going to be a flash in the pan sort of idea for yep. a card. You know, they're never going to do the normal Western or yep. Eastern religions of this day. <laughs> Although Portal Three Kingdoms, that could have been, but that was a different time. Yeah. But I, I think it was really cool that they brought these back for the Amonkhet block as well to represent like the deep myth, uh, mythology and mythos that come with the Egyptian culture as well. Oh yeah. So, well, and then it was really cool how technically I believe the gods died in that block. Yeah, correct. And then War of the Spark comes and Nicol Bolas out of nowhere right. brings all these dead gods Except back. Except four of them died and one of them, one of them is lived. on the I think wild. it's uh, correct, which is funny because we'll get into that later. Okay. But anyways, okay. enough about that. So I, I've been building this deck for seven years outside of trying to find a concept that works because the 10 dual color enchantment gods and then the five mono color enchantment gods have existed forever. Yep, sure. So it wasn't just the fact that I couldn't find a theme. It's also because I decided this was going to be my pet deck. <laughs> Every card in it, for the most part, was going to be either foil, alternate art, or just some sort of different take on it. So it needed to be different. This is this is the deck that I wanted to be able to bring to any event, and someone's like, "Good God, you need a girlfriend." And I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. We talk a lot. You always ask me how I think about decks and stuff. Sure. I actually really like this deck. Wow. You've collect. I I like the idea of it. Oh, okay. I like the idea of it. It's. I think it's very fair. I think it's. Uh, oh, sure. I think it's about the best that you could do with the commander that got reprinted with the god tribal. There's no infinite combos, which I like a lot. There's a very. There's a strong win con, which I also like a lot. Which. Yep. Which I'm sure we'll get into as well. One question I had for you though: the main theme of the gods, obviously very apparent, right? You have yep. all of them. Yep. Um, Except for one. I don't have one. God Eternal Kefnet. Because God of Eternal Kefnet makes no sense in the deck. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. the one, if you're not familiar with it, you may reveal the top card of your library if it's an instant or sorcery, and then you can create, cast a copy for two yeah, less, sure. as you'll find out. I only have <laughs> yeah, one instant or sorcery, in so I don't want to be revealing things. Correct. Um, so, did you... Uh, the other sub-theme I noticed, which I wanted to ask you about, too, is I think you have every Swords of... Correct. ...in here as well. Okay, cool. That's what we were talking about before the oh, show, is that you okay. also have that team. So, so, yes. Has there ever been a time when you're looking through this where you feel that you've sort of handcuffed yourself, and there's some cards in here that maybe aren't super synergistic and that sort of stuff, but they fit in because they're gods? Yes. Okay, great. Absolutely. Good. I, I, I wondered, as if you just came in and said, oh, they're, no, they're all great. It all makes sense. <laughs> no, no. There's, there's definitely some. Now, I'll also get into that in... Yeah. I believe my hops are yeast section yeah, okay, cool. on some of the gods that just really don't fit, but I'm able to make them work with another card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, for the most part, the reason the swords and stuff are in there, and I guess I'll kind of get into what Sisse does. Yep. Sisse is a two colorless white uh, creature. She is a 2-2 human soldier, and her text states, Sisse Weatherlight Captain gets plus one, plus one for each color among other legendary permanents you control, and then you can pay Wooburg, which is one of each color. Yep. Search your library for a legendary permanent card with converted mana cost less than Sisse's power, and then put that card straight to the battlefield and shuffle your library. Works perfect with the gods. They're all permanents. Yep, yep exactly. And it works great with the swords because the swords yep. are relatively cheap, you know, cost three to play, two to equip sure. and then all of a sudden Sisse is no longer a 2-2 she's a 4-4 with some protection I, and I some other it. abilities and, and I think you can also make this there's another card we'll talk about later that can kind of turn this into a Sisse Voltron 
Yep. If you can't get the other gods online because of whatever, you know, their devotion and whatnot. And I think I know which one you're talking about. However, you have <laughs> truly outdone yourself here. For those playing the home game on Tapped Out on Card Kingdom, this deck costs $7,500. What? $7,500. And the meat, the low end, if every single one of these was pissed on, run over by my car, <laughs> and then sleeved in the cheapest sleeve you get from Walmart, is $2,700. So I do have a correction there because I, I went ahead and created a whole nother list. So just to give you guys some context. Of I what feel this like would I'm, be without? So yeah. So so this is a list. So this entire list has every expedition for the lands. Correct. Yeah. I have five of the Aber duels. I have all the Battle Bond lands. Yep, yeah. 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 Um, I have. Uh, there's, a mil- there's a million high price ones. Yeah. 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 Yeah, basically everything for the most part's foil except for foil Goreclaw. That'll never happen. Okay, Inside so joke I joke to that later. Yeah, oh, we'll talk, we'll about, talk that about that, that second, later. Yeah. But I actually stripped out all the foils, took right. out all the expeditions, and I did take out the Abers because sure. obviously that's on the higher end. And I did take out Gaia's Cradle and Sarah's Sanctum. You can actually build this deck as is for fifteen hundred bucks. Sure, but that's this is not the deck that you have. Uh, <laughs> one thing. So you, the other thing too that you talk about of what you. So you say how everything is foil. Three hundred dollars. Ring, but you can't afford a foil Gorklaw. No, or, I can't. It's or, a point. Or prototype portal or guardian project. All of which are less than two. All of which are less than three. What you're not going to harass me for Solvala? It's it's absurd. Well, that's actually I didn't know that was forty dollars straight up. Oh yeah, by itself. Which is absurd. Did you look up yeah. a foil of that? No, it's over three hundred. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that, that doesn't matter, right? Like where where do you stop? Also, you can't read half of the goddamn cards because they're masterpiece cycles from Amonkhet, and they're it's horrible. Oh my god, it really is terrible. They're guys. so hard to read. Sometimes I get a card, I can see the mana symbol, and I say I play this. I don't know what it is. And I'm not is. sure. Also, and I know you got the new ones that just came with the Nickel Bolas mm-hmm. set. Those are also really hard to read online. I, don't know. I need to get I my like glasses. Those. The, the black I think, ones? I think it looks good, but oh, like I had so to go cool. get my glasses. So just an <laughs> FYI, things that you could buy with this deck with the same amount of money. I did a little research today. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So number one, you could buy a car that has leather seats and a sunroof. So that's that's not that exciting, right? <laughs> Second off, you could go to a hotel and get an Evian water bath. With desserts <laughs> and service. And the last one. That's you can buy a human being. That's it. Well, you're not wrong because <laughs> I looked this up. For $5,000, you could get William Hung from. Oh the, my. Is that the She Bangs guy? Yes. I the She Bangs guy. On that. He performed at my brother's volleyball game at Cal Berkeley. Yes. So oh, they've also probably school. paid him about five grand. <laughs> this, is, this one was specifically for a selfie photo shoot or for uh just a chunk more you can get 90s american sweetheart tara reed to pose with you for selfies that's what you can get by selling this deck now again i like the concept of the deck i just had to get it out there because it is absurd i get your pet deck and everything but man so let's go i also want to go into the color curve i want to go into the curve Sure. A little bit. So I saw it's 3.85, yep. which is good. But I think in this deck, it effectively doesn't really matter, nope. right? Once you get Sissé big enough, she can go get just about anything yeah, in there, and, right? And there yeah. have been times where we've seen Sissé, as Big Tuck had mentioned earlier, she can kind of almost be Voltron. Yeah, there yeah, have sure. been times where she's been an 11-11. Right. And it's like, uh, I guess I Wooburg for whatever I go get whatever I want. I want. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so, it's, And that is something that I, I did kind of talk about in my notes as well, because when I kind of broke it out, if you don't include the land, 
I only have 19 total non-legend cards right, out yeah, of yeah. 64. So basically, I'm saying I can go tutor for 45 cards right. out of my deck. And technically, it's 47 because two of those lands are, are legendary. legendary. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. I just wanted to make sure that we were on board there. And then I saw the color distribution also is pretty on point, yeah. which makes sense when your land base is what it is. The only thing I thought <laughs> that's funny is I noticed that you're playing one basic land, which is a plains. <laughs> funny story about that. I just recently in the last few weeks have expeditioned out the rest. I'm stuck with one basic land, and I don't know what the hell expedition to put in to replace it. There isn't (laughs) one. I can't help you. There's no good ones. Ancient Tomb? What do you mean, For a five-color deck? Yeah, sure. You get get your commander turn two. Okay. I'm just saying, but the one thing I noticed with that, with your land base being as good as it is, is that if someone resolves Ruination... You are in very dire straits. Or Blood Moon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either of those red blow-ups. So anyways, that all being said, I think this is about as good as a God-themed deck that you sure. can get without getting super degenerate, right? Yep. It's fair. You, well, you end honestly, up beating down. I don't even know how you do a God-themed deck and make it degenerate, to be honest. If you're, if you're as strict as you are with all the gods, yeah. it's very hard, right? You would but, almost have to go to a spell slinger yeah, exactly. only type yeah, thing. Totally, totally, so, totally. Um, so anyway, guys, that's kind of a little history on the deck and uh, the tears of my wallet <laughs> spread across the internet. Let's dive into it. Let's yes. start with that ramp and grain bill. Definitely. Big Tuck, kick it off for me, All right, bud. so I saw this in here. This card is very adorable, okay. and I'm going to butcher its pronunciation. Yes, we can just say one. Are you serious? Three, two, one. Fibble flip. Yes. Veloc, yes. Ugh. Feels good. Okay, so this, <laughs> this card is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Also, you foiled it out, which I think is also hysterical. So, uh, one one colorless, one blue for a legendary creature, Homunculus. It's a one-one, so watch out, especially on turn two. You know. And before who knows. we even dive into the card text, yeah. this one hundred percent was a fan gift from uh, Wizards. Yeah. Because people have been wanting Fibblethip printed mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, totally. He just randomly appears in art across Magic's history. He's never had a card, and finally they're like, you know what? Let's make him yeah, a let's card. Do it. But you know what? That's not make, just be ridiculous. It's not making it any good. So um, <laughs> when Fibblethip, the loss, enters the battlefield, draw a card. Yep. If it entered from your library or was cast from your library. Draw two. Draw two instead. And then when it becomes the target of a spell, shuffle it back into the library. Yep. So I think it is, I think it actually, it does actually work in this deck if you really need the card draw. Yep. However, playing Wooberg for Divination is kind of on the steeper side. But... It works. It has redundancy. It gives you a chump blocker early in the game, which you don't have a lot. And you either have to build around it or figure out some way to shoehorn it into your deck that you're going to be able to get the ability. And and basically, the reason he's in the deck is Sissé only has to get plus one, and she can immediately tutor for him. He draws her two cards. So you know what? For five mana, draw two, get a body. It's really not that bad. Um, And... He does also help her with getting her plus one because he is legendary. Yep. And blue. So no, I'm I'm on board. Like I said, I think this is it's a very strange inclusion. There's a few cards in here that you see and and they work really well, but it's just surprising when you see everything yeah. else in there. But I, I dig it. I dig it big time. Cool. Do you want to go? Well, yeah. So I'll do my one? number yeah. two. It's the one that we've already talked about. It's a running joke in our group. Goreclaw, oh, Terror of Calcisma. <laughs> so Goreclaw is a green bear. Bear three burr. Three colorless green, and he's a 4-3. The important thing, though, is that he says creature spells you cast with power 4 or greater, or 2 less to cast. Before I read the rest of his worthless text, yeah. Big Tuck, <laughs> uh, gods, what are their typical powers? Well, you know, it's weird. I think 
probably because they're gods. It's probably normally above four. Yeah, Is yeah, that I, sound about right? I, I think I'd say that. And, and the great thing about it is that even if you don't have the devotion, they yeah. are still creature spells. Yeah, yeah. So worst case, if I can't really do my Sissé shenanigans, well, you know what? How about I cast a Karametra for only three? Yeah, totally. Sounds pretty good. Is there a god? Does this not hit any god? Did you look that far into it? You know, I didn't. I, the only but one I when I of, when I scroll no. through, I did I'm not just looking. See I don't one. see a single one. Yeah, that's I, less. Think, I think most gods are over four and above. Um, I don't think there's a god. I that's just squint three. to go find one of the, to look at the, one of these freaking masterpieces. <laughs> no, I I agree. And and this I think this card is weird when you look at it in yep. a vacuum. But someone played your deck a few game nights ago. Oh, yeah. And they said this card almost won them the game because yep. it was just no one could get rid of it for some reason. Yep. Evidently, people have tr trouble <laughs> lightning bolting this. And but. so I have it in the grain for that first yeah. kind of thing with the two less, but this actually also kind of fits into yeast mm -hmm. because with me running all permanents, I don't always have trample or ways right, to actually yeah. do stuff. Goreclaw's second paragraph attack says whenever Goreclaw Terror of Calmesisma, whatever, attacks, Cal, Cal, not going to work here. Anymore. Yeah, got it. it. Uh, attacks each creature you control with power four or greater which is all your gods gets plus one plus one and the important thing gains trample, trample. so even if you only have two or three gods you swing Goreclaw because it is multiplayer swing him at one of your other worthless opponents that maybe doesn't have anything Goreclaw immediately becomes a five four but then right. all your other gods get trample and become bigger and you just kind of mow over people no, so totally and again if we talk again the backup plan of this yep. being a pseudo Voltron deck it's gonna happen right yep. with her with Goreclaw and Sisse and one other thing out, you're getting your trample in, and she's even swinging in bigger. Absolutely. Well, what was so, your second one? So this one is another one that I, this is a card I really like, but I've seen I've I've struggled to see it really work consistently in a lot of decks. Okay. And that is Mox Amber. Okay. So I want to pause because my last card for this ties into Mox Amber. So my last one, guys, yep. was Prototype Portal. Prototype yep. Portal, guys, is a four colorless artifact. But the important thing is it says imprint. When Prototype Portal enters the battlefield, you may exile an artifact card from your hand. And then for X, tap, create a token that's a copy of the exiled card, where X is the converted mana cost of that card. So we'll pause. Big Tuck, read what Mox Amber sure. is. Sure. Mox Amber is a zero drop, a legendary artifact that taps for one mana of any color among legendary creatures and planeswalkers you control. And then there's another card in here called Lotus Bloom right. that yes. has no converted mana cost, but suspend three for zero. Comes in, you know, uh, suspend, it gets out with three counters. Each of your upkeeps, you remove a time counter. And then once they're all gone, you cast it for free. Tap, sacrifice Lotus Bloom, add three mana of one color to your mana pool. Right. So the reason those guys are in here is because Prototype Portal, I was like, you know what? One of the challenges with this deck of running all permanents and not running any Wood Elves sure, or, you or know, no Kadama's yeah, Reaches yeah. is Skyshark you got to make sure you sure. have the mana. And so I was like, hey, wouldn't it be kind of funny to have a Prototype Portal and have one of those two, and there actually is a third that I'll talk about later, right. zero cost drop artifacts. You pay four, it comes out, you print yeah, it, print on that and one, then yeah. I can just tap it for free, create a copy, tap it for free, create a copy. I get it, and I'll actually- I haven't seen it happen yet, but. So that's my, that was my, that's my only counter argument to this, okay. is that Prototype Portal was, was gonna be a card I cut. I found other ones that fit my theme sure. of what I was gonna cut a little better. And it's just because you have, there's, you make this complaint about a lot of my decks, <laughs> is that there's really no way to even tutor that up. Correct. So you just kinda have to draw into it, yeah, right? Yeah, that's but fair. I, but it makes sense, like, I, I get it, and especially the way that you built the deck, it makes a lot of sense. It just seems, and again, you've played this 
a handful of times. Yeah. And you probably have never seen half of those. So Just never, because you, there's no way that you can draw yeah. into it, right? I actually have gotten Lotus Bloom, surprisingly, a fair amount of times. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. Strong Mulligan. <laughs> Thank you, Paris uh, Mulligan. <laughs> no, London Mulligan. London Mulligan, yeah. Paris Mulligan was uh, the old we, bad we one. We do freedom fries yeah. here. <laughs> uh, actually, sir, in London, they call them... Poutines? Chips. Oh, sorry. Chips. Chips. <laughs> chips. They go great with your... I got, I got, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> But anyways, you pipe know, down, I, squeeze. <laughs> don't ask you. <laughs> squeeze scared. Yeah, goodness. And so, yeah, you know what? And I, I think if I kind of ditched that theme, that does free up three slots for I, other I, stuff. I, I think with I, other different mana rocks. I, I, st- I still think Mox Amber is really good. I think it's really, really good. I think that one's worth keeping because you run so many legendaries. It's a free Lotus Petal over and over and over again. Sure. Right? So of those three, I think Lotus, uh, Mox Amber rather, oh. that would be the one I would keep. Okay. And then the fair. other two are, are up to you. Yeah. Sure. So anyways. All right. What was your, so that, I've, that I've done. that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I got one more, okay. which is awesome. And I know this is one that you talked about and okay. we're going to build around for the commander of this. This is your, uh, big, your big boy. He was, is it? Now he is reborn. Niv Mizzet reborn. That is funny. So side tangent, Niv Mizzet actually was the person. That was gonna be I, what you got to do, right? Yeah, no. that was actually the one I was planning, guys, to build this five color god tribal. But then I play tested it on tapped out probably twenty or thirty times, and it never fucking worked. I would draw maybe two each time I'd cast them, and that just is not good for five, then seven, then nine. I, totally. Yeah. But if you can, you can Wooberg this out for free, and then maybe hit one or two. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, read the card, oh, yes. and then we'll talk Sorry. about why it's a slam dunk in the 99. Yeah, no, I think it's great. So, uh, Nimbus Reborn is a legendary creature, a dragon avatar. Ah. It costs Wooberg. It's a 6-6 flyer. When it enters the battlefield, reveal the top 10 cards in your library. For each color pair, choose a card that's exactly those colors from among them. Put the chosen cards into your hand and the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. Hold on, since he's an avatar, will we not see him for another decade plus? Oh! James Cameron Bird! We're coming at you, t- we're coming for you, James. <laughs> Listen, you can't hide at the bottom of the ocean for forever, James Cameron. We will find you. We will get you, JC. No, so we I, will. I, I know that you, we and I, you and I discussed this was yep. going to be the card you want, so I want to talk about it. Absolutely. And even and even if if you tutor it with Sissé, you're running out of cards, right? You, you need some sort of thing. Getting uh, one to four on a good hit is awesome, right? It refills your hand. Um, the only thing I thought was funny about this is that this does what Fibblethip is trying to do, just better. better. <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing about Niv-Mizzet, I think in the last uh, game nights that we played, God, are we really going with game nights? We need to come up with something more unique. Well, it's something better. Or nights Sunday Brawls, yeah, who knows, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, last e- time we evening were getting... Squire, there you go. <laughs> last time we were getting drunk and playing Magic. Awkward silence. Anyways, <laughs> we uh, I, I, I did that. I did the Wooburg, got out Nismiz, and I think I got three off of it. And one of the uh, guys that I actually went to Magic Fest Vegas with initially was like, huh, that's not a really great rate of return. And then uh, Forrest, who will actually be doing our yes, next very excited about that. builds, he plays top eight here in Kansas City at the GP. He was like, are you kidding me? You basically paid five mana, got a 6-6. Six, six, Flyer drew three cards. Yeah, it's awesome. If you it, uh, any format, I guarantee you, even though modern and legacy, it's like you only want three and four drops. Right. If there was a five drop, they could just six six flyer and it automatically and draw two three to cards. four cards. Yeah, yeah, and it's a tutor that you just it just comes yep. out. You don't have to draw it. It would it would be in every modern deck. No, I, so, I, yeah, I agree. And I again, it. I think there's a lot of this, this is like a lot of attachment to this card, especially because yep. it's newer and all that stuff. Cool. Well, is that everything you got for green? That is. And I would once we get into the hops, I actually would like to go first because I have something that ties into that. Ooh, which we'll all right. Well, why don't we just kick it off with the yep. hot profile? Ooh, smooth jam. Let's get, let's get bitter. 
So uh, this, like we said, hops kind of help you develop the board and everything. So there's one god in here that I th was kind of on the chopping block if we were going to destroy the theme, but I think there's enough that works with it, okay? okay. And that is another new god. Oh, who I think I know who it is. Not... Is he tasty? No? I don't know. Does he sometimes get confused for a policeman? Oh, there it is. Yes. yes. Is this on your list as well? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Let's Three, two, one. Ilhar the Razebor. Yes. Hell yeah. Nice. So I was kind of questioning this because there's not a ton of... <laughs> There's not a ton of end of the battlefield effects in this, but 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 there are three cards that this pairs exquisitely with, oh, okay. like a fine wine. God. This pairs very well with Nimizit Reborn, yep, because you can get that multiple turns in a row, mm -hmm. right? So you get a card draw, and the, you're getting a free six six flyer, right? And there was the new ones that we talked about as well. Since you're not oh, talking about yeah. this, I'll skip one of them. But the one that this really goes well with is God Eternal Ronus. Oh, yeah. So three colors, two green, five, five, death touch. When it enters, and again, I got to squint because I can't read this freaking card. <laughs> when it enters the battlefield, double the power of each other creature you control until end of turn. These creatures gain vigilance until end of turn. Yep. So being able to do that on repeat is really good. Now, remember, they won't gain vigilance. Because technically they're already tapped and attacking, he'll enter the oh, battlefield. Sure. But they do but get they the double, get double power yeah, and toughness. Yeah, yes. right. So, and the great thing is, if he dies, okay, yeah, he comes he right back from the top. But even then, he'll just come back to your hand. And this is the permanent version of yep. a overwhelming stampede without trample. Yeah, but but still, yeah, like it's it's still it still gives you you can start wiping stuff away with your indestructible gods that are maybe online or not. Yeah, that's very fair. So wait, so why did you have it in? So for? the reason I have it in here is there's a bunch of gods like Bantu the Glorified, sure, or uh, I mm. think another one is... That can't attack or block. Yeah. yeah. The OG, yeah. OG Arcara, the OG Ronus. Yeah, yeah the original cycle the of the original God, cycle from Amonkhet, they have these conditions that say they can't attack or block unless a condition is made. Like uh, Bantu the Glorified says, yep. a creature must have died under my control this turn. I want to say the red one says I have to have one or fewer cards in hand. Correct. The Kefnet yep. says I have to have seven or more in hand. I'm never going to meet those conditions. Right. They're just in here because they're gods. But now I have five cards or five gods that with Ilharg, I could just throw them out there. Yep. They're a lot of times indestructible or menace death touch, or double death strike. Touch. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're always, and, and, there's and always I'll value. I'll get these effects and then I put them right back to mm -hmm. hand and I'll do it again. And so. even then, even with that, you know, you can get out a big boy like Aroas. Yep. The seven four indestructible creatures you control can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. Yep. You can get that out, clear the way, push through. So okay, I'm I'm coming around. I, when I first looked at this, yeah, I knew that there's not a lot of decks, so I wanted to talk about this. But I'm starting to come around on it. Yeah, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. You know, it, outside of just being a god, he definitely kind of fits in. And then the great thing is Ilharg, uh, Sisse only has to have six power, yep. which, uh, is, which is, she only needs four colors yeah, to be on easy. the thing. So I could Wooberg, get Ilharg out, and then all these worthless gods in my hand just start dumping yep. them out and get totally. value. So so what, what was your second so, one? So, well, my first one. Oh, okay. oh, well, yeah, that was my last one. Okay, yeah. Actually, that was my last one as well. Hey, there right. we go. So my first one for this. Going back in time. <laughs> uh, it's actually a two-parter because they do the exact same thing, but I don't have them in here to be an asshole. I really don't. It's Gaddock Teague and Lavinia Azorius Renegade. Oh, we'll get into that later. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gaddock Teague, if you're not familiar with them, is green-white, legendary creature, Kithkin! Yeah, all oh, the spells. Kithkin tribal. I know. I'm begging for it. <laughs> Non-creature spells with converted mana cost four or greater cannot be cast, and that's everyone. And non-creature spells with X in their mana cost can't be cast. He's a 2-2. Two -two. Pause. 
Lavinia Azorius Renegade. And actually, I have this as my Azorius, Azorius Commander, yep. And so this is well, white Well, I have fond memories of that one. <laughs> no one gets to oh, play. It's horrible. And so it's also a 2-2 human soldier. Each opponent can't cast non-creature spells with a converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that player controls. So it kind of stops the people that ramp out with your artifacts yep, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. The reason I have these two listed as hops and why they're in the deck is there are only two converted mana costs. Right. So Sisse only has to be a three. So only needs plus one. Easy to tutor. They, are they also could come out early and help pump her up as well. Pump right? her up for as later well stuff. because yeah. they are two colors. So they automatically give her plus two, plus two if they don't already have it. And because I don't have a lot of interaction when it comes to non-creature spells, because the whole deck is permanence, basically, uh, it, they kind of help slow down my opponents a little bit. And we'll get into that and what I want to add, because honestly, when we get to the bottle capping, guys, I don't have a single one, I think, over $5. I got I got a couple, I think. So, I think but, I got one. But yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts yeah. on them. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick and lock down the board. The deck doesn't have any other pieces that yeah. stacks. It's just gives us a plus two, plus two. They're easy to tutor, and they do slow the opponents down a little bit. So right. then that way I can kind of get my god thing going. So... We'll get into those later. Oh, all right. <laughs> they were just, they, Hot takes. We'll, we'll figure it Wait, out. We'll were these shower out. thoughts? Kind of. I no. Actually, I'll tell you what. The at the top of it, where I was going through and talking about my feelings on the deck, those were actual shower thoughts. Oh, okay. So insert the cue here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, it makes sense. Yep. And there's nothing really degenerate to do with them. No. Nope. I'm a non-stacks player, so sure. it's hard for me to look at these and be like, oh yeah, these are great. Yeah, but you know, without any other stacks sure. pieces, if you just saw someone have a Lavinia in the '99 mm -hmm. and they were just playing, yeah. I don't know, Brago. Right, yeah, Brago. Not, a, not a big deal. Yeah, Not, not being an asshole. Or just seeing uh, Gaddick Teague in my Karametra deck, you would just be like, well, it doesn't really fit, but, but I, I don't get it. it. Yeah. yeah so. but, and again, since it's all permanent, it does it does fit the theme. Yep. So I didn't have a lot to say about Hop, so I can also, I, I have two that I can also talk about in tandem. Okay. And then we can, and then I'm pretty much wrapped okay, up. Okay, and this. I only have one more. So. Okay, perfect. So there's two gods in the Hops that I'm not, I get why they're in here, but I'm not sure what all they do. <laughs> all so right. one of them, the one that's lowest on the totem pole is Farika, God of Affliction. Yeah. So it's a colorless <laughs> and a black for a 5-5 five, five indestructible. As long as your devotion to black and green is less than seven, it's, it isn't a creature. And then it has an ability of green, black, which is Golgari. Exile target creature card from a graveyard. Its owner puts a 1-1 black and green snake enchantment creature token with death touch onto the battlefield. Would you like an explanation? It, I mean, it is graveyard hate. It's graveyard so that hate. Works. It's only three converted mana costs. Right. So Sisay only needs plus two, plus two to tutor it. It's an indestructible 5-5. Five five. Right. I don't give a crap about these uh, death touchy snakes, snakes that I'm handing out. Because everything's indestructible. Everything's either yeah, yeah. indestructible or when it dies, it goes back to my hand or third from the top of the library for the most part. But basically two mana. And if I'm just like, man, I got I, nothing I, else to do. Yeah. I don't have Wooberg to tutor with. So sure, I'll just exile that. At, right. You know, you're yeah. in step before I untap. But little bit of graveyard hate and it's targeted. Sure. If this wasn't a god deck, this would probably be well, if you had the choice of removing gods, I would assume oh, this would be somewhere on this. This, on this list, would right? be uh, honestly probably the original Amonkets with all the conditions, whether they could attack or block. Those would immediately go. go. This would be a little bit later right. on the chopping block. But yeah. So and then for the same reasons. Uh, a pet card of mine that I love and is one of my decks. Perforos God of the Forge. Oh, yeah. So three colorless and a red. F six, five indestructible. Yep. It's a beater. As long as your devotion to red is less than five, it's not a creature. 
When another creature enters a battlefield under your control, it deals two damage to each opponent. Two colorless and a red. Creatures you control get plus one, plus zero until end of turn. Yep. So again, there's I look I looked up. There's a couple of ways you can generate tokens in here, right? The two white gods, Heliod can make you yeah. something, and um Oketra, the return, yep. when you cast gives you that angel. But yep. normally when you're playing Perforos. Zombie Warrior. Zo oh, there oh that's right, that's right. So normally when you're playing Perforos, you want to be swarms yep. and, and you kind of play around them. I Again, it's probably okay. I think what's ironic on this card is the last ability may actually be the best on him, yeah. which normally when you play Perforos, you never even look at. But being able to pump your team, get that extra points of damage through, especially if it's unblockable or if it has Menace or Double Strike or any of that stuff, can actually start stacking up. Yeah, and uh, honestly, when I was first building the deck, I was actually super pumped to have this card in here because I was an idiot and didn't actually look through how idiot. the stacks and everything works right. because I was hoping that no matter if the god was an enchantment or a creature because they on the stack are a creature enchantment I was hoping it would hit the battlefield perforos trigger and then it checks for devotion but it doesn't really work like it that it does not work like that uh, so. so yeah a little bit of an issue and if you look at my tapped out page I only have 12 red mana symbols in oh, all my sure. cards. So him getting him you know, turning devotion, on. probably not going to happen. But, you know, there are, see, out of the 15 enchantment gods, I probably have another 20 plus creatures in the deck. So he may, in a game, get six damage to each opponent. It's whatever. But the two and the red, if I just need right. some extra and again, power. And again, it's a god, right? So you don't want to cut it something fits. just because of that. And so. it's perforos. Everyone yeah. will get pissed when you see it, even though I know in my head, nothing's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so those are those are kind of the two I had that Fair. kind of felt the same sure. bucket, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So my last one for hot profile is Sword of the Light and Shadow. Yeah. And so this particular sword, uh, like all the swords, is three colorless to play, <laughs> two to equip, Equip creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from white and black. Pause there. Most targeted removal is white and black. Yeah. For the most part. Look, look so, at you, Animar. <laughs> so if you've ever played an Animar deck and been like, God, we can't get rid of it. That's basically what Sissing kind of turns yep, into. Sure. And then her second ability on that sword says, whenever equip creature deals combat damage to a player, you gain three life and you may return up to one target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. I only have one other card in the deck that has that any semblance to, of recursion. <laughs> any semblance of recursion. So if someone mills me to death, right. that kind of sucks. Uh, even though I have an anti-mill plan in here, um, you know. The other thing is, if I get hit with negative counters, I kind of lose everything. Right. There's not a lot of ways to rebuild. So this particular card at least lets me get one thing back. Plus, in the graveyard, they are creature enchantments. Right. So I can target those gods and bring them back. This was one. This was one that's that was on the chopping block but I took it out because I didn't want I didn't want to break your sword parody oh, no. so, but I think I think there's other other legendary enchantments that will do a similar thing but again obviously you're running all the swords so you're gonna have this in there regardless yep. and having some semblance of recursion is important Absolutely. right so and again going back to the to say Voltron idea it works on that yep. regard as well. All right, guys. Well, we're going to move on to Yeast. And honestly, the first one that I have in here is one that both me and Big Tuck are going to talk about because it's the only win con in the deck. It is Primal Surge comboed with Grand Abolisher and Jace Wheeler Jace, of Mysteries. Yep. So Primal Surge is eight colorless green green. It's a big boy. But this deck is made to kind of go that long game to yep, that turn totally. 10, 11. No one's swinging in because you have the indestructible, indestructible crap. Yeah. yeah. So exile the top card of your library. If it's a permanent card, you may put it onto the battlefield. And if you do, repeat the process. The big thing with this is I have all permanents in the deck. This is the only non-permanent. And once the card has begun to resolve, 
no one can interact with it. Correct. Basically, my whole deck just gets dumped out. Definitely. Even if they see something like the next two cards we're going to talk about, they can't say, oh, well, hold on. I'm going to minus, minus. It's like, nope. They all come out. You go ahead with Grand Abolisher. Okay. And then I'll finish it up with the winner. All right. Yeah. So Grand Abolisher is double white. It's the, actually, I think it's the only non-legend in the deck. Uh, it's a creature human cleric. I cannot tutor it. Uh, yep. And that's definitely on purpose. Uh, during your turn, your opponents can't cast spells or activate abilities of artifacts, creatures, or enchantments. Yep. And it's a 2-2. Two -two. Yeah, so, got, what does Jace do? So then Jace is a Planeswalker, legendary Planeswalker Jace, colorless, triple blue. And I'm going to read his two triggered abilities first. Okay. So, plus one, target player puts the top two cards of their library into their graveyard, draw a card. Minus eight, draw seven cards. Then if your library has no cards in it, you win the game. And then what's a static <laughs> ability? Oh, oh, I completely forgot. If you would draw a card on a library that has no cards in it, you win the game instead. Lab man on a planeswalker. Yep. And so basically, guys, what, what I wanted to do here is, I don't know, for some reason, if someone was going to mess with my hand or mess with my library, the Jace is legendary, Lab man yep. isn't, so I can quickly tutor for Jace if I need to kind of save mm -hmm. it. But... The way it should work is Jace and Grand Abolisher are in the 72 or whatever yeah, the deck that, is that at that point. Yeah, that has a Primal Surge. And get Primal Surge, cast it. As long as it resolves, I am automatically win the game. Because Grand Abolisher, yep. the whole thing hits the battlefield. Grand Abolisher is there, so no one else can interact. I plus Jace, I automatically win. win. So. And like we, talked to the, like we spoke at the top, I usually... Don't like Mr. Combos, Infinite Combos, and Win Cons, but this one I actually like because there's a lot of moving pieces to it, yeah. right? You counter Primal Surge, you are effectively out of luck, right? Yeah. You have to draw. You, there's no way to tutor Primal Surge. Yep. There's no way. It's not legendary, right? Yep. Jace the only thing that's legendary in here. So again, I think this is awesome. I also run an old permanence only that has Primal Surge. If you can get there and live and cast it, you just win the game pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and actually, like, I won a game at GP Vegas with that combo. Did you really? You yeah, got it off? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Um, and you know, it was just one of those things that it. it was the player right before me? I had the mana. I had Primal Surge in hand, and they You're were like, kind you of should out. You should tap out right now. <laughs> well, I, I was at like 32 life, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm going to be honest," because it's casual fun, yeah, right, so yeah. no one cares. And so I just kind of said, "Look, everyone, the other two guys are tapped out. They have nothing on the battlefield that can do anything." If and they weren't playing blue, so I knew that they didn't have a pact of negation or anything like that. Right. And I just kind of told them, I was like, "Look." You either have to win the game right now, or I'm just I'll, run I'll just show out, you yeah. my hand, and I'll let you know that how I the, how the sequence works. Yep. Yeah, and he, and we actually had a lot of infinite. Actually, there's more infinite combos with GP Vegas than I thought there would be. Um, but surprising. a lot of it was they, they'd kind of start to do it, and I just kind of say, "Hold on, can you just tell me the sequence?" Yeah. And let's give just me, scoop give up. me the sequence. And so yeah, the guy totally. was like, "You know what? Just tell me what happens." And I said, "Look, play Primal Surge. You do this. The whole deck's I don't permanent. need to do this thing. Boom, here's here's the done. three cards I have. And yep. We're good. yep. And so yeah, you know, it's uh, it's really the only way I can immediately win the game. It's fair. Just like Chaos. Ask the Joker. <laughs> it's fair. Oof. Ooh, All right. Well, what, what's impression. your... Was that even on your list? It was, yeah. Oh, okay. The Primal Surge and Jace was my last one. So the one... We, we I think we alluded to this before. This is your other legendary artifact. Oh, yep. That's an equipment. Yep. One, two, three. Black, Black Blade, Blade Reforged. Reforged. Yeah! Really start picking different cards. <laughs> well, the, the problem... One thing I had going through this deck is that there's so many decks that run Perforos or Mogus sure. or whatever... It just didn't seem apropos to talk about them here. <laughs> so I, I Black Ranger Ford, for those playing the home game, is an artifact that uh, is two colorless. Yep. Legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each land you control. Yep. And then equip seven. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, equip legendary creature three. Yeah, I'll take Probably it. Probably pretty good. <laughs> Probably, Probably pretty, pretty good. good. Also, also, one of the other rare 
non-foiled cards in the deck, but you have the alternate art from the Gideon, so yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, yeah from the Gideon spellbook. So, so you, you slam this on whatever you want. Yeah, on Sisse, and just go get, go get whatever you want at any yep. point. Even if it's only... I think what's interesting in this deck is it pairs really well with Karametra, like we talked about, oh, where, yeah. you, where you can start getting that stuff going through. Mm -hmm. You can tutor it up with Sisse, but more importantly, even if you only have four lands, that plus makes Sisse so much better, yeah. right? Even with that, and which is ironic, because most decks that run this card want... 40 lands and yep. you stick it on some of the trample and go to town. And, and most times, by the time the game's over with this deck, I'm actually probably only sitting at seven lands, sure. give yeah. or take, maybe eight. So plus seven, plus seven, plus eight, plus eight. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it gets there. And it's one of those things to where I've been in several games now, stupidly, I never think to tutor it because I'm like, oh, I want to get gods. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but I've actually been in situations to where I had like a sort of feast and famine. I'm mm -hmm. going against a, a black green player. And so I just get free swings and I never think, huh, just tutor up Black Blade Forge and just win the yeah, game on the just spot. It, yeah. Just be done. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for that. That's great. Uh, you only need the plus one on Sisse because it's a two cost. So even if it's like late in the game, they've just eliminated your gods. You've cast Sisse for the umpteenth time. time. And so it's like, you know what? I'll pay Wooberg. I got 15 lands. She's plus 15, yeah, plus 15. Some, get wrecked. At, at some point, someone's going to lose. So yep. what was your, we both have one more, correct? What yep. was your, wait, oh, actually I have, before we get into it, is it also a legendary artifact no okay go ahead <laughs> so mine is nylea god of the hunt oh yeah who sam beat in an archery competition at Rinfest. Hey hey it's a three colorless green it's a, an enchantment creature god indestructible and as long as your devotion to green is less than five it's not a creature i don't really care yeah, about that matter. the big thing is that if once again late in the game i need a way to close out other creatures you control have trample that's fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty much... That's one of the main reasons why you run it. Yep. Yeah. And it's a 6-6, six, six, so if it ever does become a creature, it's a beater. Yep. And for kind of like Perforos, three and a green target creature you get gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. So it's also one of those cards, if it's end of the game and I'm kind of mana flooded, yep. I could swing in maybe with Sisse and someone's like, okay, uh, that'll put me to 19 command damage. Uh, all right, I'll take it. Um, okay, on the stack while damage is about right. to be resolved, tutor up Nylea, activate her ability on Sisse, you lose the game. Nylea is such a good card. I think it's... I. To my, in my I opinion, think it's underrated. I agree. And I think it's also an auto windmill slam into any mono green deck for the yeah, most part. Because yeah. the trample is really good. Yeah. There's other cards that give your whole creatures trample, but not much else. It also has another ability. It also is a 6-6 six, six indestructible swinger. It's hard to get rid of. It's hard to get rid of. And I think this goes, for example, my four color creature beat decks. Oh, yeah. Which we'll maybe stay tuned to. Yeah. Who knows? But anyways, it's even good in that because the color cost is so unrestrictive, right? Sure. It's only one green. You're going to yeah. be able to play this. Absolutely. No, I, I, to I totally agree. I think this card's great. So, so I, I already know what your other one is. Tell me about yeah. Heroes Podium. <laughs> Heroes Podium. Five colorless. Each legendary creature you control gets a plus one, plus one for each other legendary yep. creature you control. Pretty good. So pumps there. X tap. Look at the top X card of your library. You may reveal a legendary creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Yep. Put the rest of your, your library in the bottom in any order. So I noticed there was a commander that came out in 2020 who was Legendary Cares 2. Mm -hmm. I thought this card would spike. It hasn't. The foil is only five bucks. But I think this card does everything you want, like we talked about, right? Makes everything bigger. Yep. If you if you are out and you don't want to and you don't have Sisse, for example, but you have a bunch of enchantments, sure. a bunch of the gods who are just enchantments, this will help you dig into something better. Yep. I just think it does. I think this is one of those cards that in, in every Legendary Matters deck, this is just an almost an auto include. Absolutely. You know, the funny thing, though, is that 
I think the one time I played it, because like Big Tuck had mentioned, I probably played it eight or less times. I've actually never activated the X ability. Really? Yeah. I've just had it there for the you plus one. You just forgot about one. it? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Well, that so. was it. Those are the kind of, uh, those are the rest of the hops I, I kind of pulled up there. Okay. So let's move on to Spice. I'll kick this one off. We actually already talked about it. God Eternal Ronus. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's three colorless green green. Big Tuck already read about it. Not going to spend a whole lot of time here. But the thing I like about him is he enters in. He's going to kind of crater hoof without trample. Right. For my creatures. Yes, I can kind of do shenanigans with Ilharg uh, if I have that kind of going. But even if it's late game, once again, Sisay's Tutor is a instant speed right. ability. Someone says, you know what? It'll put me to 11. I'll let it go through. Wooberg, God of yep, Ronos, totally. you're now dead. And again, it plays into Nylea as well, right? If you have her out or, or if you swing in and they say, oh, I'm just going to block these 60 yeah. things, not anymore, right? Everything has trampled. So. Oh, God. You know what I just... Now, granted, it'd have, you'd have to have 10 lands and chromatic right. lands. Oh, go, go get Don't both get both? both? <laughs> yeah. No, I... You know what I agree. Spend, oh, what's Crater Hoof? Eight? Yeah. I, I, I guess we'll take two, two more. Yeah. It's not even legendary. Yeah. It's not even a good card. So I was going to ask you, are you a big Stanley... Kubrick fan. Uh, I do like The Shining. Have you ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? I have not. Okay, well, if you did, you would know that the card I was going to talk about is The Space Baby. We're talking Child <laughs> of Alara, baby. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't talk about Kozilek. Oh, no. I, that's that's in half your decks. So we'll get to it at some point. That's fair. Yeah, so Child of Alara, Wooberg, 6-6 six, six Trampler. It's The Space Baby. <laughs> when Child of Alara dies, destroy all non-land permanents. They can't be regenerated. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this your only board wipe in the deck yes non or situational board wipe at that yes excellent and we have a story to tell about this i think one of the first couple times i played this deck big tuck and i were going against each other there was someone else there and big tuck was begging me to tutor this oh, up right, yeah. to board wipe because i think it would have benefited you but we also needed to do it and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna do that and i ended up getting some other god and just dragging the game on yeah yeah, yeah yeah but it's so i think the thing that's so great in this too is that it's just a destroy effect yep right and all your stuff's indestructible like we've talked about non-stop so this generally will be a one-way a one-way board wipe yep the only downside is there's no real way to bin it so what do you mean do you have a sacrifice outlet besides Bantu? Oh, I gotcha. So, yeah, it's never something, honestly, in my opinion, it's not something that, okay, I'm going to tutor for it, and then I'm going to sacrifice immediately it myself do to it, do right, it. Yeah. It's more of, uh, I have my finger on the button, and I'm, it's right. kind of like a Ned's a disc. disc. Yeah, 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 totally. Hey, hey do, you want me, do you want me to block? Well, I Are can you do sure it, yeah. You? And then the great thing is, we already talked about it, I have two different ways, not a lot, but I got two ways to get stuff out of the graveyard. Right. So usually the issue with child and a five color is, it, and especially it being at your commander, it's like, okay, mm -hmm. I do it once, and I can maybe get it back i have right. ways to tutor for ways to get them back right, totally. and then repeat the process yeah no i i totally agree so i again as the if you're keeping to the permanent theme with a the board wipe yep. that's legendary great and i this is a pet card again that i've never gotten able i've never gotten able to work anywhere <laughs> so I, i'm glad to see that works in here cool well let's move on to the bottle capping guys yeah, let's cap it up just we're gonna we're gonna give a disclaimer this was really hard because like i said i've spent seven years kind of right building this deck and fine-tuning it and getting all the high-value cards for it. So, Big Tuck, let's start with you for your under five. I want to hear what you have to recommend. Okay, so this won't come as a surprise to anyone who knows me. I, this also was very hard for me, right? Because okay. I think there's a couple gods that you might be able to cut <sighs> and maybe a couple swords that you might be able to cut, <sighs> but that's a problem, right? So, originally, I was going to do one of the new swords that came out that proliferates because I don't think there's a lot that uh, that's going to be able to get that's double in there. counter. 
That's what, no, I'm saying oh. I was going to cut that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. That was what I was going to cut, but I wanted to keep the swords and everything, so. <laughs> That's fair. As a. I mean, if you cut it, it would just go on a Traxa. Yeah, right. So <laughs> as a Johnny player, Lavinia, Azorus Renegade that you talked about earlier. Yep. It's got the stacks effects, sure. right, which I don't really like. The card I think that would do monster in here is a newer-ish enchantment called Wilderness Reclamation. Okay. So it's an enchantment for three colorless and a green. At the beginning of your end step, untap all lands you control. Okay. So Seedborn Muse is probably better in oh, this. Oh, it's so much better. But it also gets targeted. This is still hard to remove. And it only happens once, it up. so I guess it's like, do I really want to do it? So I'm right. not it does, does it matter? Yeah. But this effectively gives you another tutor at the end of your turn, at the beginning of your opponent's turn. Hmm. And again, if you just, so you tap out. You untap, and then when people swing in, they don't know that you have all these extra tools. They don't sure. know that they have a Chatalara. Okay, I'm going to swing in with a 12 12. Blightsteel. Uh, yeah, Blightsteel, or whatever, right? Whatever the case may be. Even though you, I guess Blightsteel wouldn't die, but yeah, still. But, but still, right? And you still take five Infected Boys. And the one yeah. I was thinking of was your Elf deck guy, the Double Strike dude. Double Strike dude. Double Strike dude. Ah, damn help it. Me so, out, help me out. Or they're just running a Voltron commander, right? Okay. They swing in with this big Voltron. It doesn't have trample. You're like, okay, my lands are untapped. I'm going to get Charles Vara. Oh, Boom. Okay. Right? That's fair. Or if you need some other sort of blocker. But I can't tutor for it. You're, you're eliminating something I can tutor for for something I can't tutor for. But you will still be able to tutor for something else. But I have to be able to get the enchantment. Oh, no. That's I, what I, I mean. I, I, I hear you there. But I'm saying if this does come out similar to your prototype Rube Goldberg mm, machine, mm. if you can get this, if you draw it with the fiddle thip or whatever, okay, you will be able. Now you can do what you want. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can get. You can go two you different things. I like it. Okay. Oh wow. Well, okay. Well, mainly because I really am thinking about <laughs> what did you call it, Rube Goldberg machine? Yeah. Where it's like the you know the mar. It's it's like mousetrap the game, right? Oh, where yeah. the marble comes down and then it kicks an old boot and then that goes. <laughs> Punches Davis in the face, then he goes gets a beer, then it comes back, he slows the beer out of his hand, and it runs down the stairs. But, but I do think I could cut a prototype portal for that. It doesn't increase my curve. Pro, prototype portal was one one of the ones on the on the cutting block, but I wanted to go with a theme. Sure, sure. So what was your what was your first cut so for yourself? I know this is cut, hard. You're gonna you're gonna be shocked. Cut Gilded Lotus for Mox Tantalite. What? Yeah. So I actually already have a Mox Tantalite. And I'm trying to strifle. Yeah, I know. And and I've been trying to find a spot for it. Oh, the new. Oh, yeah. It's it's another suspend for three for yeah. zero, and it's basically the same thing as Big Tuck was kind of talking about with the Mox Amber. It just taps for any color. Uh, opposed, uh, granted, Mox Amber needs to be legendary. But it's gonna this it's gonna just, it's gonna tap for yeah, any, it's yeah, gonna yeah. tap for any color. Uh, and now, granted, this one is six bucks, but. Actually, the, the problem was when I was doing my list, I was like, okay, I'm going to fib a little bit. And then the 50 and then the no limits, I know I'm going to have stuff for that. And those are actually under $2 or under okay. 3 So I actually needed to reverse it, but I was too lazy. Are you just so. saying, so you want, this card is also something that you can just suspend out and then be able to feed back into the same? Yeah, but honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, because I also wanted to put that in here for the prototype portal, because that's mm -hmm. another zero cost, right, get yep. free mana rocks. If I'm going to cut that prototype portal, honestly, I'm probably going to cut the Lotus Bloom too, and yeah. probably put in the card that you just talked about and try to find another, you know, maybe put a Command Sphere in there. Yeah, yeah, something or like that. Do you, have so. a, do you, have a, you have a Chromatic in here, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, cool. Oh, yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I think it's I'm, a Kaldesh invention, actually, sir. Uh, pfft, watch respect it. it. Watch it. So uh, let's go for the under 50. I'm going to kick this off. Please. Because it's a card that just came out. It is called Pramicon Sky Rampart. It actually came in the Mystic Intellect deck. So this card... Oh, uh, well, oh. They actually... 
Yeah. Yeah, my boy. I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Go, go, go. This is a legendary creature wall. Blue, red, white to cast. Or for Sisse, she only needs plus four, plus four to tutor for it. Yep. Legendary creature wall. Flying defender. Don't care. What I like about <laughs> I this deck is as Pramacon Sky Rampart enters the battlefield, choose left or right. Each player may attack only the nearest opponent in the chosen direction and Planeswalkers controlled by that opponent. Hell yes, I'm so, on board. Yeah, I, the reason I thought it would be, oh, and I guess I probably should talk about what I'm going to cut. Going to be a little crazy. Sarah Sanctum. I'm thinking of cutting that mainly because even though I have the 15 enchantment gods, I do have two or three. I think right now I only have two enchantments if I don't do your edition. Right. So technically I have 17 enchantments. I've actually seen that card come out and not tap for any mana, opposed to come Sarah out and tap for five or six or seven. So that there was. Are you actual, worried about the? Are you worried about the impact that has on your mana at all? Not really. Not really? Okay. I, again, never, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter as soon as you can get Warburg, right? You, yeah. yeah. You got to think about it. If you've had a land in here that's situational, like a Sarah Sanctum or a Guy's Cradle, and you've played the deck, let's just say ten times, and that particular card has never added mana to your mana pool if you cut it in my opinion you're not actually losing mana right yeah yeah it, it's just eliminating a dead card potentially that you would have drawn kind of like if i had always gotten prototype portal and never had those mana rocks that's just a dead card in hand right. what's the point in drawing it to and to your point the same thing that we we're talking about earlier with the gilded lotus that's only three mana of one color right Correct. so that doesn't help you i mean it sort of helps you but it doesn't yeah. feed into sisay's ability right absolutely it's kind of R- dead really, in the water really the the gilded lotus is just like oh i just got the god in hand that is one of the one colors right great i'll just go ahead and cast it yeah no so, I yeah i like the pramicon because as we mentioned, Sisse First can off, be a little... First it's a great card. <laughs> yeah, it's a great card. Sisse can be a little situational. There is no dollar value listed on MTG Goldfish right now. I think it's like 250 though. It will. That's... Yeah, I'm sure that when they first spoil all these commanders, they say they're 20 bucks. And then they just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> and so, with... I'm not a go-wide strategy. I am... If I'm going to kill someone with damage and not the Primal Surge combo, it's going to be a... Oh, I just got to dedicate it all here. And what's easier than... Hmm. Okay. I'm going to tutor with Sisse. Who's the scariest right now? Oh, my guy to my left or the guy in front of me? Okay, everyone can only attack to the right. Done. I dig it. I dig it. I'm on board. Yeah. I saw this. So, or I, to the left, sorry. I saw this card spoiled. The only thing I don't like about this card is it's not Bant, so it can't uh, go in Arcades. But I know, I know. It's too good. All right, what's your under 50? Okay, so you talked about this earlier, and I was wondering about this. I was actually going to cut Grand Abolisher. Wow. And here's why. There's a better card? There is. And that card is Dragonlord Dramoka. Okay, I'm, I'm familiar with the so Dragonlord. Four colorless, green and a white. Dragonlord can't be countered. Sure. Flying lifelink, 5-7. Your opponents can't cast spells during your turn. It doesn't do exactly what Grand Abolisher does, because someone could still disc or something along those lines, yep. right? But it is legendary. So you could still go tutor it out. It's also 5-7 beater mm-hmm. in the air. And even if you hit your Primal Surge, it still does the same thing that it does. And more importantly, it's legendary. But it doesn't. And here's why. And here's the reason I went with Grain Abolisher. Because I actually bought a Dragonlord Dramoka. It's sitting at home oh, really? foil. <laughs> and I took it out. Whoa. So the reason is, it's because I like the fact that they can't activate abilities, abilities as yeah, well. Sure. So that could mean enchantments. Think of Brea. Right. Uh, you know, boom, Jace is there. He goes ahead. Uh, I do my plus ability up. With that on the stack, I'm going to go ahead and deal three damage twice. Kill your Jace. I go to draw no cards. I lose the game. But th- three damage is to player, not to player and Planeswalker. It can be redirected because to target player is what Brea reads. And now that's 
any. I think it's just I think it's just player, isn't it? Well, then you know what? Mike has cheated. Hold on, guys. We're we're gonna we're do gonna a little CNN investigation. Oh, it is. It is. Action News Five comes back. It is target. It has been eradicated to target player or planeswalker. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Yeah, so. fair point. But but that's also a pseudo edge case, right? But that's only for that particular card. There's a lot of cards that instant speed. You could spend a little bit of mana and deal now damage to any target. So that's really the reason I have Grand Abolisher in there. It's not necessarily for the cast spells. It's actually more for the activated abilities. I I'm I can I can see it either way, right? Sure. So this one you this one you have more of the guarantee of being able to tutor it up. Now, granted, if you're going to sell me an argument of, hey, cut this other card, like if we're actually going to go on sure. this prototype portal, get rid cut, of it. Oh, yeah. So get, back it up, cut, 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 cut prototype portal for this. Slam dunk, dunk, right? With yeah. it. Because there have been times where I've drawn Grand Abolisher and I'm like, shit, this really doesn't work. Because I kind of need play this. Someone's going to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of need it to all come out at the same time because there is that gap in the stack. Right. So. Especially if you have if you have Grand Abolisher in hand. Yep. Primal Surge isn't going to get him for you, right? Yep, absolutely. So that's the one I saw. I, again, it's a legendary. It doesn't do quite the same thing, but... Uh, and again, you can get some life back. It's a big beater. All that good stuff. So why don't you go ahead and finish it off with your personal recommendation, and then I'll, I'll, I'll finish it there. All right, so this one also doesn't come by any surprise. Gaddick Teague. See ya! Like, it works oh, very well you're killing stack, me! But the problem was, I was, like, was going to cut another sword... What's it with you and hating him on my swords? I just uh, Do you just want me to put him in other decks? They're not legend they're not legendaries, oh, right? I so I think there was <clears throat> the the sword that you talked about earlier, what was it, the light and shadow where yep. you can get one from your graveyard to your hand? Yep. So the one that came to mind for me is also a legendary card. And it's an enchantment called Journey to Eternity. Oh yeah, I'm okay. familiar with that. So colorless and a black for legendary enchantment aura, enchant creature you control. When enchanted creature dies, return to the battlefield under your control. Then return Journey to Eternity to the battlefield transformed under your control as well. What's so, it transform into? So it transforms into uh, Atzel Cave of Eternity. It's a legendary okay. land. Tap to add one mana of any color. So it replaces that Sarasanctum yep. that you're talking about. And then three colorless, black, green, tap, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Oh, that's that's spicy. I like that. I mean, so going to your hand is fine, right, with the sword, but it's, it's, so, it's pseudo-conditional, right? You're going to get it through. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some way to trample through. You have Nylea out, right? That yep. that will all work. But this is just guaranteed. And if you can't even use it, if if you're completely blocked up, you can still start getting everything back from the from the graveyard to the battlefield. And you know the interesting thing, kind of that I'm thinking about this first. If you tutor it with Sisse, and even if she has swords that give her protection, it doesn't target, so it'll just go slam Slap onto right her. on her. Yep. So I like that. Plus, our play group really doesn't play strip mines. Right. Yeah. At all. Um. Other than Big Tuck and I have a handful of you. decks. <laughs> I only have two decks. Win Grace and what's the other one? Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, probably something that I just threw it into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Windgrace, I abuse it, though, with Crucible. 100%. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I think once it transforms, it would be fantastic. Right. And I guess kind of thinking about it, if no one's willing to kill whatever it's attached to, I could always tutor for Bantu, sacrifice whatever I attach it to, and then boom, I got the land. Or even you just attach it straight to Sisse, someone board wipes. Sure. You get her right back, yeah, right? So fair. it kind of gives you an additional protection for her. Hmm. It's sitting at 249, and even if you want the foil, it's 760. So <laughs> seems like it's within budget, to yeah, say the I least. So. So, <laughs> so what was your? So I know you. I know you toiled and troubled over this last yeah, one for months. So, so th- this was hard. So I don't know what I would cut, and I would be interested to hear your thoughts. Opposed okay. to another GD sword, Gerard Weatherlight Hero. 
Oh, the new one. The new one. You so, love the, you love this card. Well, because I think it works great in this deck because of some stuff that's happened. So let me read the card. Yeah. Two colorless Boros. That's red, white. Legendary creature, human soldier, 3-3. Three, three. It has first strike. Don't care about any of that. <laughs> what I like about it is Sisse only has to be at five power to tutor it. Right. When Gerard Weatherlight Hero dies, exile it and return to the battlefield all artifact and creature cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn. Here are some key things there. The one thing that has screwed me in this deck is when someone destroys all my swords, because then I ju- it's very difficult to get to yeah, say bumped up. Yeah, right. Because most of the gods are one or two color. So that's the first thing. Second thing is it does say creature cards in your graveyard right. that were put there from the battlefield this turn. So it's just going to check the condition of the card when it's in the graveyard. So if Which I is had, all your Theros gods, right? Yeah. yeah. So when someone does any type of put all enchantments into the graveyard, it doesn't matter. Right. I'm getting those creatures back. And so that and, and plus, like I mentioned, you can instant speed this. So with board wipe on the stack. Right. Hold on a second. I'm going to Wooberg, get Gerard. Get I'm getting yeah. all my shit back. The, so. only, the only thing that I... The only thing that I don't like about this is that it's still on the die trigger. So if someone's just wiping all your artifacts, it's this also still has to die. Correct. So, okay, there's some, there are some hoops you would have to jump through. Sure. But you do have Bantu, which is a which is a sack outlet, yeah. right? And this is this is similar to Alara, Channel mm-hmm. of Alara, where it's where if you want to board wipe, go right ahead. Yeah. You want to exile all my creatures. And to, honestly, for the most me. part, I think Gerard would be one of those cards, kind of like Grand Abolisher. I never want to draw it. Right. I only want to tutor, tutor for it. it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, that was uh, my personal recommendation. That's Yeah, I'm trying to look through. It, it's just really hard to kind of figure out what the what a cut would be. Granted, I kind of feel like we've narrowed it down to basically two cards, Prototype Portal and probably Lotus Bloom. Yeah, I, I think I feel that this card gerard would do more for your deck than lotus bloom is currently doing yeah i would i would definitely yeah, agree with definitely. that so well anyway guys that wraps yeah, it, it up and we did th- it hey thanks for making it until the end and as promised here are some details about our giveaway we'll be giving away a foil prismatic vista from modern horizon so to enter me and mr combo were joking about this it's like can i enter into this and he's like no no you're the you're creator <laughs> yeah so he's already created 59 fake profiles yeah, and, it, and they're all called tits mcgee it's weird and they just keep adding One, random two, numbers five, at the six. end yeah, yeah. yeah it's nuts and so anyways to enter it's super simple uh you got to send us your first foil card you've ever acquired jk oh. jk uh all you need to do is help promote the podcast and the site guys you'll get an entry for every single thing that you do for example like share repost tweet the episodes debuting this month in September, follow our Twitter accounts, like our Facebook page, you know, just freaking CMD Tower it Any, out all anything. over. Anything. Because really, guys, being at GP Vegas last month, talking with other content creators, the biggest thing, honestly, for any of us to be successful is for you guys to help promote us. Um, so, you know, anything you guys can do, we're super grateful for. And yeah, that's absolutely. why we want to do these giveaways and give away like the Cavern of Souls and the Lightning Bolt playmat with the, the limited edition GP uh, card, right. things like that. So we will actually announce the winner via social media on my Twitter, Mr. Combo number five. Every Everything spelled out except for the five. On oh, October but also 6th. I learned this today. It's M R combo, yes. not M I S T E R. Why? Why would I go M I S T E R? Because everything's spelled what, out. What, what, am, what am I British? Well, then you'd be having some chips. Hey. <laughs> Call back. So, and, and yes, I, I know what you guys are thinking. You know, we are going to do a giveaway every single month. And sometimes it could be a sweet card. It could be a really cool play mat. But it also could be a jank deck. Me and Big Tuck are going to work on some we stuff, can, maybe for that. November and December. That could just be your own personal jank tribal. <laughs> so, but hey, guys. 
Please leave us feedback also on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, you know, your, your grandma's living room, wherever our yeah. podcast just randomly shows if up. You get, if you get this on vinyl and listen to it later <laughs> down the road. Ricka, ricka, ricka. Yeah. So, and if we totally suck, please let the roasting begin. Tell us we're pieces of trash. We, we enjoy it. Yeah. I, I could use a good cry. Uh, but hey, if you did enjoy it, please leave some positive feedback and whatever star review kind of makes others want to listen to us as well and kind of show up in those algorithms uh, in the internet, the series of tubes. So, and hey, if you want to reach out, contact us and also find how to get other ways to enter that contest. Here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Mr. Combo number five, all spelled out, except apparently the Mr. MR and the five. I'm a fancy boy. I'm a fancy boy. Uh, Big Tuck, where can they reach you? You still can't. (laughs) Hashtag Big Tuck on Twitter. Uh, Anyways, and you can also reach our main account at CMD Tower on Twitter as well. That is spelled out. That is a Charlie Martha Daniel Tower. Like it. And is that also- NATO phonetic? <laughs> Also, you can go to our website, uh, www.cmdtower.com. You can also find us on Facebook at CMD Tower. Or, you know what? If you want to engage our fantastic production team for your own future projects, Squee, how would they do that? Oh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rich Chaos Records or richchaosrecords.com. Thanks, Squee. Balahala. So, they do music, podcasts, they have a full studio. If you are going to be in the Kansas City metro area, live here, visiting, whatever. Uh, and, of course, thank you again to Pink Royal for the music provided in this episode. Big Tech, that's all I got, man. Any last thoughts? No, it's just, uh, it's another great podcast. Felt this one. I'm glad, glad we got off the most expensive deck we'll ever talk about oh, on so here. You oh, just think. wait. Boom, boom, boom. Boo, boo, boo. It's, a, right. it's, it's a bull market, they keep saying. So. And, and you know what, guys? Once again, this is our kind of one-month anniversary yeah. of going live. So thank Appreciate you. Appreciate everything. Uh, we really do. I mean, honestly, we just started this because uh, we're bored. Yeah. And even though I have That's a girlfriend, <laughs> I try to find as many hobbies as I can related to magic uh, to just avoid having to binge Netflix and Bachelor in Paradise. Uh. So uh, we, we really do appreciate it. So yep. anyway, guys, signing off. See ya. See ya. See ya.